And uh, previously we talked with uh, Georg Sarkisian about that uh, about Latvian uh, violinist school that so many uh, great violinists uh, grown up in Latvia, even it's quite small country. Uh, how do you think uh, why it's happened so? Well, um, the Russian school, of course, spread, and and um, we also were lucky to get some great teachers. So, and these these great violinists were particularly particularly the result of um, of um, a few people's very good teaching. There was. Um, there were two, two, two very good teachers, Shelegov and 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 Sturstep, who who had actually Kramer and Hirschhorn, and and my aunt Eva Graubin, um, and of course uh, also other good violinists. And um, I was I was personally very very lucky to study with Olga Spruch, who was who was absolutely amazing, who was just, I mean, a very, very talented person. And my first teacher was Andres Baumanis, who, who was also from the Russian school, and, and he even was in finals of the Sibelius competition. He's the only one in Latvian violin history who could play 24 caprices on stage in one evening. So he can, he could do this. Wow. Uh, he sadly also his talent was not enough recognized I would say because sometimes in a small country uh, we recognize a great talent when he is gone and this mm. is very upsetting um, so and then we had Valdis Zarinc who was truly amazing violinist and uh, he's he sadly also passed away. I never was his student, but I always admired his 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 qualities. They were really truly great artists. And now there is a younger generation, younger than me. Uh, they are all abroad, which is sad, and uh, they are definitely, definitely. Uh, I can I can tell you at least five names. Uh, all girls, they could all come back and they should teach and they should be around. But they are not. And we cannot judge them for this because uh, Latvia is just too small. Mm. There is not so many students. But of course, this results in, um, in um, better students leaving the country immediately because of many reasons, because there are no jobs, the jobs are badly paid. This we all know, this is not new. Yeah. And of course, it is, a, it is a great, great, great loss. I myself am out and I am, somehow I feel guilty for this. But uh, I'm still, 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 still keeping the, the teaching place. So I'm returning. This year has been going on online. But um, it doesn't mean that I'm leaving this. But yes, there there have been some some really talented people, and they still are. Yeah. They're just not living in Latvia. Yes, and it's uh, very nice to see that 
even uh, young generation coming uh, very very talented so it's not at least for now it's not going down <laughs> so well there are not so many talented but there are of yeah. course it's not we are we are we are too small to have a lot of uh, gifted gifted string players but there there is a lot of um, in general there is a lot of musical talent it just has to be developed in the right way and i think it's also very important to understand in the right moment if the pupil shows the talent which asks to go to Riga to study and which asks for the, the professional uh, future. Sometimes sometimes the, this diagnosis comes too late or it mm. doesn't come. So I think it's very, very important to discover the talent in the right moment mm. Mm. because it, it needs the right guidance in the right time. Right. Hmm. And one question which I talked with almost every guest here in our podcast, um, especially in these difficult times, how musicians or violinists can prosper and not just survive? Again, I would say this is, um, there would be individual answers. Um, As I said, there will be somebody who would practice the whole day because he thinks that the concerts will come and then he has to be in shape. I know these, but I know such people. Then there will be people who will practice, like artists, like serious people, performing artists who would practice to search for something new, like my husband, for instance. <laughs> Mm. so and and uh, they they learn new repertoire maybe he he particularly he's interested to try different bow grips so he tries different bow grips and, and not only so somebody would go into teaching i think this is a moment when we can really understand who we are so i i think that we might not prosper so much as um a real performers but we can prosper as persons mm. that's my feeling yeah we can take our time to look around and maybe try something new and actually yeah and, yeah. and we can we can discover who we are and what we want yes actually talking about uh, new things you have some some new project with your husband maybe you can talk a bit about it Well, uh, this is something which uh, which was brewing slowly because there was this first moment in lockdown we saw so so many so many people suddenly getting desperate and playing from their rooms and and posting a lot of videos. Uh, And um, suddenly everything has gone online. And we were trying to see what, what is there, what, what we can find for ourselves, what is interesting. Suddenly everybody started to teach online as well. And um, I just, um, we, we saw a lot of material, we saw sites 
which were not particularly interesting. We saw a lot of a kind of, how to say, a lot of um, yellow press showing up in big uh, sites which are devoted to classical music. So they started to post almost everything. And mm. we thought that um, maybe we should try to create something which, um, which is interesting for us and which is um, made by professionals. Because normally a professional doesn't have time to do something like this. Professional is playing and teaching. So professional has time for, for, for these luxury extravagances only during lockdown. So um, we wanted to... We wanted to talk to some interesting artists, to legendary artists. And so we just thought that we had to do something what, what is not there. So what is not there? And so we started to write some things on the paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we wanted to create a community. So Pavel's, Pavel's idea, Pavel Berman, my husband, violinist, his idea was to make a community and to, to make a place where people could talk about music and, and they could just speak about um, different subjects. So his idea was to make a forum. Mm. Like musicians, Facebook. Okay, this sounds a little bit banal, but and so we wanted to make something where it all comes together. Yes. Then we were thinking about about how to call it. First, we thought that maybe we want to to make something in 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 memory of Dorothy Delay. Then we thought, okay, no, because there are all these things called in in her name mm. because Pavel was her student. And then we just uh, we just somehow s- were convinced that Monteverdi is the right name for that because Monteverdi was a composer who was historically connecting two different epochs, and we just felt that the time which is now it is also like a bridge. It is bridge into something different, and this digital era is not going to finish. It's going to stay. It is going to stay. Because on the, the live things are hopefully going to come back, but we will get used to do many, many things online. And teaching online will become a normal part of existence. Even for these who are now, let's say, not convinced, it will be there because the quality of of of, of, of connection and everything, technologies, they are, they are already now during this one year. It has, um, I think, um, improved enormously. Mm-hmm. And so we just thought we are going to name it Monteverdi Circle because that's a circle. This is something where we can talk, we can, we can get a lot of information. So that's a circle. And um, we started to think about what content to put there. So at the moment we have... Uh, we have made some interviews. We have been talking to live legend to Salvatore Accardo, mm. and we hope we hope to film him in all Paganini's series, which surprisingly doesn't exist. This we really want to do, and this is something we are just devoted to do. And we just we just uh, are sitting at home drinking wine and thinking, okay, would would we like to, to whom would we like to talk? Okay. okay, we would like to talk to 
let's say, uh, to Zubin Mehta, how to make it happen. We would like to talk to, to Raina Kabaivanska, the legendary opera singer who lives in Italy. So we did. Yeah. So the interview, <laughs> the interview is coming out and, and she's like this 80-something-year-old 80, 80 opera diva who, who looks absolutely fantastic. And, and, and she just, she sang with Pavarotti and with everybody. And, and she just said, yeah, just come to talk to me. I mean, this is so amazing. So we thought we want to introduce younger generation to the artists, which are legends. That uh, Because very often I... Uh, you probably also understand what I talk about. I ask, okay, did you listen to whatever, Beethoven Sonata, to whom did you listen? To Janine Janssen. Mm-hmm. So they have no idea that there is somebody who is now 70 or 80 and who, who was very famous. Mm-hmm. And that today's violinists were learning from them. There is not enough knowledge. And I just think, okay, to whom else I would like to talk who is now, let's say, in a, in, a, in a beautiful old age and who has been a great artist. So for us being in Italy, Salvatore Accardo was a logical choice. So how? Of, of course. course we have to, if he would agree to talk to us, yeah. we go to talk to him. Yeah. So he agreed. And I just thought, okay, I mean, when I studied, everybody had 24 caprices by Salvatore Accardo. So maybe he can, say something about this maybe he can uh, he can uh, speak of his his approach to paganini so he agreed mm. and this is something this is something we we want to do so we are putting some content there and there are some exercises there are interviews um, there is the forum and there are courses courses by some of artists some of some of great great musicians great great teachers we admire so we just approached personally each of them and i think we have an absolutely amazing amazing team of of artists and uh, i mean we are we are so honored that that they they work with us that they agreed to be a part of our <laughs> dream project and we also are starting now to do like first steps in doing webinar. That would be, let's say, like three hour course, which people can watch and they can also be active participants. Uh, and in the end, uh, they can all log in and they can speak to the teacher. So, I mean, if I would be a student and if I would have a chance to see Sylvia Markovic's lessons for three hours and then talk to her in the end. I think that would be great. So, and, and these things do not really exist because the artist is somewhere very far. And so our wish was just to, just to, just to try to make it more, let's say more real, more approachable. And to me, that's very interesting. So basically what we do is what we would like to have. Mm. And we, we have just started. We are just launched. So we are very green and we still have to get known. But um, let's, let's hope it develops and that we can all, we can all create something together because we made it for everybody to join, to register and to write on the forum and to 
express thoughts and just to, just to speak about things. And mm. now we had the first exclusive masterclass with Stephen Iserlis, which is absolutely fantastic because he doesn't really give lessons. <laughs> he, he, he had uh, first two lessons and the, the young students who applied, I think they were, they were like, they couldn't believe that they are talking to Stephen Iserlis. <laughs> And this and 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 these these two lessons were so amazing that our webmaster, who has nothing to do with music, he said, "Guys, listen! I was sitting there and I was just watching it, for I couldn't get myself away from the computer." And 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 uh, Mr. Isserles didn't didn't even check his time, so he was supposed to finish after sixty minutes, but he did like twenty minutes more. I think this is absolutely fantastic, and we still have we still have application open for the next two master classes. So I can only invite the young cellists, if not actively participate, then be be auditors because you can log in and you can mm. follow the master class live, and also you can see the first two master classes now on our site. I think this is tremendously interesting. So this is something what we want to create. And we are also very open to any ideas in, in the written form. You can go on the site, register, and you can write directly to us. And it's possible also to write directly to any of the professors. So, and, and they will answer. <laughs> Not their secretary, but they will answer. Uh, I, think it's, I think it is great fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very so, nice. Yeah. This is what we did, and uh, it's really unbelievable uh, to to see something happen, which which we just started to talk about it, and now it's real. So it is in a in a real format, and uh, I wrote most of the site myself. So I <laughs> it was really very interesting to discover that I can do something like this. So I'm a bit proud. <laughs> But yes. I'm very proud of the, I am very proud of the idea. So I, I I really hope that after some time we will get better known and people will come. And we also want to do things about about the new music. We want to present the new musicians. We want to do the music critic as well. So anybody can come, register, and start writing on the forum. All right, yeah. I will put a web address. It's monteverdicircle.com, right? Exactly. exactly. I, will, I will put it in as a description, but I must say that it's uh, quite inspirational that um, someone trying also to de develop our um, classical musicians' world because it's quite, let's say, old-fashioned. <laughs> and uh, so... I really respect you for, for this. Yeah, this is Pavel's idea. So maybe we are old fashioned, but we just really want to. This is our way how to keep um, how to keep us prospering during the pandemic, let's say, and also after the pandemic. And uh, we just think that uh, getting close to professionals 
it's very inspiring. This is what our experience tells us. And uh, like this masterclass with Stephen Iserlis, I mean, even to to get him on the screen <laughs> looking at you personally from his living room, I think it's absolutely fantastic. And it is so interesting. So, I mean, really, there is, uh, there is now this application and the next one, I hope I can say it as a, it's not a secret, but I hope it's going to happen. So the next one should be should be Guy Brownstein. So that's also going to be very interesting. So I really invite everybody to to check the Monteverdi out to become a part of it because we can we can make it make it prosper together. Nice. Maybe for the end of our interview, you can uh, advise maybe to some books to read or something else. What could come? What could come to my mind now? Um, I would actually recommend to read um, some of the Scandinavian literature because there is there is a lot of interesting things going on. Also the classics, but also the more modern Danish literature, for instance, is, okay. is very interesting. For example? Uh, now I... I love Peter Haig, but I will not be very original. Uh, he is great, but... Uh, Karen Blixen is fantastic, but she is she is also more how, how the about, class. Uh, how, how about, about Norwegian, Norwegian I like him very much. This is my this is my travel <laughs> travel writer. I have I have been reading quite a lot of this, but, but well, I mean, uh, I think his his crime books they are very well written and they are really very interesting. Uh, I could highly recommend the book of Latvian writer Nora Ikstena. She has um, she has this beautiful book, The Mother's Milk. If I'm not mistaken, this is the right translation in English, and it has come out in many languages. I think it's an absolutely beautiful book, which which shows the war times and which shows the the very very deeply felt personal story and it is a very successful book but it is a very personal book and very moving mm. that would be something to to know hmm. all right i want to thank you eva for this great interview it was very interesting for me and i hope for thank our you own... max yes thank you i hope it's also interesting for our audience and i really think it will be and i for our audience i want to say thank you for listening and follow up this channel for the next interview thank you goodbye